Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Voice Memos. We are gonna jump right in today. Yeah, I just don't feel like beating around the bush today at all. So here we go. We're gonna talk about realistically setting goals that you can actually stick to and that will actually help you. If you're looking for inspiration, I'm also gonna go over my August themes, you know, what I'm envisioning for the month, what I want for myself. I'm going to try my best to be more chill and laid back because I usually tend to be that way and I think I kind of get in my head when I sit down to record. So there's no pressure today, we're just chilling and setting good intentions for the month. I sat down to go through my goals and write them out before this episode and I didn't have any sort of plan as to how I was going to structure them. I just sat down and wrote the first thing that came into my head, which was focusing on how I want to feel instead of what I want to do. Because people really underestimate the influence of how you frame things in your mind and how you tell yourself things. Framing is a huge part of psychology. You know, just the way that words are presented to you affects how you interpret the message. So by focusing on my feelings, I'm hoping to take the pressure off myself when I look down at my goals. And instead of seeing them as a mountain I have to climb of shit I don't want to do, it's going to be, here are literal ways that you can make yourself feel the way you want to feel. After I wrote down all the feelings that I want to feel, I started filling in ways that I know I can make that feeling a reality. And without even thinking about it, I started writing down all the things that are my actual goals. But in this way, it's like they have a context of how they're actually going to affect my life. And I know I will genuinely be motivated when I attach doing certain things to a feeling I want rather than, you know, feeling productive or successful. And it's funny, both productive and successful are actually feelings that I wrote down that I want to feel. But it's like, that's why I'm writing them down as feelings. Because if I just say, be productive, you know, do all your stuff in a day, that doesn't really register with me. Because there are certain things that are holding me back from not being productive. Other feelings that I want to get rid of, like not feeling organized, not feeling like I have a daily routine, not feeling like I have a consistent workspace in my apartment. So as I wrote down every single thing that I wanted to change, it helped me organize my thoughts in a way that I've never been able to before. And it helped me map out where all the missing pieces are in my life and like what I can tangibly do to make changes it feels so much more productive than just writing down here's all my goals like drink more water do yoga go outside when you're looking at all these goals that you want to start and implement in your life it can be so daunting because of course you want to make all these changes and become a better you but changing is hard you know it's going to be hard and nobody wants to do that But when you see how these goals that you have will actually positively impact your life and make the changes that you want to see, it makes them a lot more attainable. It's so important to be realistic with yourself when you're setting goals because if you set too high of expectations for yourself, you're going to feel overwhelmed and not do anything. And if you set too low of expectations for yourself, you know, that also might not end well. So it's hard to find the balance and you have to look at your goals now and think, do I feel like pressured by this or do I feel stuck? You know, you can kind of make that discernment. 
and make the adjustments that you need because I think most people, at least in terms of being more productive, let's say, they write down a billion things that they want to get done in a week and it's simply not realistic, especially when you're just starting to like try and change how you live, right? So then when they inevitably do not finish everything on their list, of course, they're going to feel shame and feel like, oh, I'm never going to be productive like I want to be. But realistically, they just have to be more gentle with the amount of things that they want to get done. And it's hard to realize when you're doing this because, of course, everybody wants to be ambitious with their goals. You know, think big. But when you're putting too much pressure on yourself to make such a big difference and, you know, just literally do a 180 in your lifestyle, it's probably not going to work. And if it does, it's only going to work for a few days. It's kind of like a fad diet. Like trying to just cold turkey everything in your life that you want to change is completely unsustainable. That's why I also think writing down your goals in the way that I did is really helpful because it breaks down small steps you can take to, you know, eventually become or embody that feeling that you're going after. They're small steps, but they'll start to add up when you implement them and it's so much easier to add things in one by one and plus that gets your momentum going when you can cross off one of your little to-dos that you know was leading to a bigger goal it motivates you to do the others right compared to when you're just looking at your huge goal start working out five times a week and eat healthy and drink eight fucking gallons of water every hour. No, you're just not going to be able to stick to it if it's unrealistic. I'm going to give an example of what I wrote down so you guys can actually understand what I'm saying. The first thing that I wrote down is I want to feel more clear-minded. So then I immediately wrote all the ways that I know I can make myself feel more clear-headed and ready to take on the debt. The first thing is taking my medication, which is very important since I have ADHD and whatever, if you have any medication, make sure that you take that. It's important. The second thing is eating breakfast because I tend to not do that and then I just have nothing to fuel me and it'll be like 3 p.m. and I'm starving. So I want to change that. I also need to drink more water and be more intentional. That's something I really want to work on just, you know, Finding meaning and intention in everything I do instead of acting out of emotions and reactivity and not thinking through things and doing things mindlessly and on autopilot. I don't want to live like that. So I hope that, you know, by setting intentions throughout my day as much as I can, it'll help me to stay clear-minded. I also wrote to meditate because meditation seriously helps me so much. It's crazy. I should be doing it way more often. Um, journaling I wrote because anytime that you're overwhelmed with your thoughts, just take out a piece of paper or even your notes app and write literally every single thing that's stressing you out until it's done and your mind is empty. It feels really good and I feel like I need to do it more often. Yoga is another great way for me to clear my mind, so I wrote that down and I also wrote down walks. I've been wanting to go on more walks. I mean... It's been like a hundred and fucking fifteen degrees here in Phoenix, but hopefully it's gonna start cooling down soon. So I will be going outside more. That always helps too. 
go outside, you guys. Feel the sunshine or, you know, feel the rain. Whatever it is, embrace it. So I hope that gives you a good idea of what I mean. I can talk more about this, but for now we're going to move on. And it's something that I think will help you if you don't know necessarily what your goals are or maybe how you want to feel. And it's literally just making a list of things that make you feel good and give you energy. And then a list of things that make you feel like shit and drain your energy. When you put the two side by side and realize like, wow, I could be living a life doing all of these things that make me happy all day long. But I do all these things that make me feel like shit. You literally are like looking at this list of things that make you feel bad. And it's like, why do I even do this? The very first thing that I wrote down that drains my energy is scrolling mindlessly on social media. I don't know. I feel like that'll be the first thing for a lot of people. But seriously, that never... When does that ever make you feel good? Like, of course, if you're scrolling and actually enjoying yourself and monitoring your time and not falling into some black hole, that's great. But like, if you're just sitting on TikTok or Twitter or Instagram literally scrolling into nothing, looking at people's stories, not even really paying attention, your eyes glazed over. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Get out of bed. So yeah, that's how I feel looking at this whole list. Like, I put junk food, arguing, irritability, impatience, sitting inside in my bed, sulking around, procrastination. I'm looking at this list like, literally, why do I ever do this to myself and make my own life miserable? 99% of the time, I can control when I'm doing one of these things. By making this list, you now have a concrete lit, you know, fucking list of things that you can do to make you feel good and become your best self and things that you should avoid and set goals to spend less time doing. Some of the things that I wrote for energy givers were yoga, painting, fruits and veggies, sunshine, gratitude, morning, um, checking things off my list getting ready, listening to music, talking to friends. This also gives you a list of priorities, you know, and things that you know that you want to focus on. So then maybe you can just choose a handful, even just one or two things, and start from there, getting this positive energy and good feelings back into your life. We all want to feel better, and unfortunately, it just doesn't happen magically. You really do have to look at your life and take the steps that you need and the adjustments that you need in order to, you know, get rid of all the shit that makes you feel bad and be the fucking icon that you were meant to be. And I promise once you start, you start seeing all these amazing things come into your life and everything starts taking a turn for the better and it gets addicting and you want to keep going and keep growing. So start small and remember that you are really capable of doing anything you want as long as you're realistic with yourself. Eventually, you will be able to do it all. And also remember that your self-worth has nothing to do with what you accomplish. It has to do with who you are as a person. So don't tell yourself that you're never going to make it, that you're lazy, that you're not worthy of good things just because you don't find yourself as productive as you want to be. That's not true and that's no way to think and go about your life. I can guarantee you that is not what successful, productive people tell themselves in the morning. Detach from the outcomes, you know, detach from the need to accomplish and focus on doing things that you have the natural inclination to do and that make you feel good. And you will be able to start acting the way that you want to act 
without even realizing it. You're gonna wake up one day and be like, holy shit, I'm literally the person that I wanted to be. And every step of the way that you accomplish something small that you were aiming for, it's so important to give yourself that credit and give yourself that pat on the back and be grateful that you now have what you once desired because that also just puts you in the right mindset to do more. I also heard this quote a while ago that was, release the idea of you. So I used to always like picture myself in the future as I think we all do, you know, doing the things I want to do, um, and whatever. And honestly, that visualization, like that's not real, right? And if you're constantly focused just on what you should be doing, what that future person should be doing, you're literally not focusing in the moment on yourself and you're taking that time away from yourself. Get rid of that. Focus in the present moment and take it one day at a time. I don't know. I always try to put too many messages into one, but you guys, I'm just trying to motivate you because there's a tricky balance you have to find with goal setting, not only between disciplining yourself and being kind to yourself, but more importantly with being present and flexible and open to opportunity while also having some sort of structure in your life. So I think it's good to think of goals as sort of like an outline for an essay, right? So you have the basic direction of where you should be going, but you really have no idea how the spaces are going to be filled up and you just kind of follow the ride. That's how your goal should be. Don't get too stuck on the outcomes that anything else makes you upset because that's not how life works. Not everything is going to go as planned ever. So when you're setting goals, remind yourself that this is literally just an idea. And if it doesn't happen, that's okay. It wasn't meant to happen. I mean, if you don't try, that's different. But like, as long as you're generally trying, life is going to reward you and things will start to fall into place. This quote I read the other day said, the best part of your days are often hidden in the unexpected moments. And that's kind of my point here. Like, don't be so focused on your goals that you have blinders on and you don't notice any or appreciate any little random thing that happens to pop up, you know? Keep your mind and your heart open, but also keep them on track. I know it's hard, but that is what you have to master. If you're into astrology at all, or even if you're not, the new moon uh, is in Leo now, and that means it's an amazing time to set new intentions and goals for yourself. Truly, I think if you put the effort in, you will feel the energy and the motivation to go after your goals because it's just a really great time right now. So this is your sign. Get a piece of paper or open your notes app and write down your goals. I want you guys to send in your goals for August to me. And I can read some on the podcast next week. Of course, they will be anonymous. But I want to know what you're up to or what you want to be up to. Any little thing. It could be like literally taking a shower or going on a walk. I don't know. Anything. Because you know, somebody might get an idea. I might get an idea from you. My favorite way to be inspired is just like by the authentic people and things around me. You know, 
I love Pinterest, I love Instagram, but just life in general and people watching, it's so interesting and never gets old. And so I love hearing from people about any random thing. So literally feel free to email or DM voice memos or myself at any given time. I'm here to talk to you or listen to what you have to say. I always care and I'm always interested. One, because I'm nosy. Two, because I love people and human minds. That's why I studied psychology. Anyway, if you don't know how to manifest or you've never done it before, I think the easiest and most intuitive way is just to simply close your eyes and take deep breaths and just visualize whatever you want. Like whatever you're hoping for, just visualize it and sort of feel the happiness and the warmth or the freedom, the relief, whatever you're going for, try and feel that feeling somehow. Maybe you need to listen to your favorite song or listen to like some really relaxing, um, you know, what are they, like frequency, like meditation frequency. By the way, when I say that I meditate, I always do guided meditations. I do sometimes just sit on my own and, you know, sit there and breathe, but I prefer guided meditations, so I also suggest that if you want to get into it. I think they're just so relaxing. Once you find the right one, it might take a bit, but when you find the right one that has a good voice and, like, says things that actually resonate with you, it makes such an amazing difference in your life. Meditation is an amazing way to manifest. I also like journaling and just writing down whatever I'm going for. You know, writing down your goals is technically a way to manifest. It's super casual. You know, you're writing it down on paper though, what you want. That's what it is. You're just putting the intentions and the thoughts out into the world. And when you take action on them, guess what? It's going to happen. That's literally just how it works. It's as simple as that. And a lot of people literally will be like, that's witchcraft. And I'm like, okay, no, it's just life. Like we have so much more power than we really think, you know, in terms of outcomes, like seriously, think about on a day-to-day basis, how many things that you usually blame on other people or other circumstances, like when you're driving or at work, at school, There's actually a known bias in psychology. It's called the fundamental attribution error. So this refers to our tendency to attribute people's behaviors, other people's behaviors to their personality, but attribute our behavior to external circumstances, usually in the case of something negative. So for example, if someone you know doesn't do well on a test, you're like, thinking in your head, oh, you know, they're not as smart, they didn't study enough, blah, blah, blah. But when you don't do well on your test, you're like, oh, the teacher sucks, you know, they didn't tell us what was going to be on the test, we didn't get a study guide. So we're so busy making excuses for ourselves and our behaviors, we never really come to terms with what we actually need to change internally, you know? And, And we just put that blame on others. And that is called projecting. And that is another episode. My point in mentioning all of this is that we really are in control of a lot more than we think and our brain is literally biased and wired in the wrong way to like convince us that that's not true, but it is. It really is. I also want to remind you guys that 
literally you have the answers and the tools for all of your problems within you. And I know it doesn't apply to everything, but after you take a step back and realistically look at what you are in control of, look at that shit and figure out what you can do with what you already know and what you already have to fix that. Because it's somewhere in you. That's the whole point of sort of writing out your ideal feelings and figuring out how to make yourself feel that way. That's just caring for yourself and using yourself to... sorry, and using yourself and using your own tools, literally, in your little toolbox (laughs) to make yourself feel more productive and feel more clear-minded and more emotionally stable. Those are some things that I wrote, truly, because my emotions have been all over the place lately. I'm sure a lot of people can relate. I used to fucking hate when people said that you have everything within you, but I'm starting to realize more and more that that's literally so true. That's the message that I keep getting over and over from the universe is that all I need is myself and that everything I want and need, I already have it in me. This might not resonate with you at first and I totally get it. Like I said, I really didn't used to understand it either, but I think the more that you meditate and journal and get to know yourself, the more it starts to make sense. I did a meditation this morning, and what I really love about it is that when you listen to the right guided meditation, you come out of it feeling super inspired and literally like ready to live a new life. The thing is that the feeling doesn't last long and you get snapped back into reality and it's hard to stay in the present moment so blissfully like you were when you were meditating, but The more and more you do it, you realize how to bring that awareness and bliss and contentment into your life at all times, and it's really rewarding. So to wrap up the episode, I'm going to talk about some of my August themes, and really all these themes are is just um, kind of an abstract way of looking at my goals and like romanticizing them and making them more fun. So let me just read you the list. I wrote smoothie bowls, inner child, intentions, minimalism, reading, and staying in touch. So none of these are necessarily goals. They're just more, again, like a guiding theme or overarching feeling like or mood, energy, whatever you want to interpret it as. Just like it's the vibe. I don't fucking know. Again, it makes your goal setting more fun and more relaxing for you and like more personal and hopeful and not just overwhelming and pressured, you know? Like you want this to be something that you look forward to and that makes you happy and feel good. So you shouldn't be going after things that will make other people feel good or I don't know. Just try and find what you really need and make that a priority this month. Again, I'd love to hear what you're going after, so send me your goals. Let's see what we can do this August. I feel like August is a weird month to me. I don't usually do much this month. I feel like it's usually like vacations, you know, it's the end of summer, sort of for relaxing, but I'm kind of ready to just completely go after my fucking shit this month, so... (laughs) I hope you guys are ready. Maybe I'll do some bonus episodes. Who knows? I want to get some guests on the podcast soon. 
Um, I do have a few friends who I know will already be on, but just a matter of planning, so stay tuned for that. And also, if you ever want to hear about anything specifically on here, shoot me a DM or email or whatever and just let me know. I'm always open to suggestions and answering questions, whatever. I hope you have an amazing week. Try and do something that makes you feel good today and this week and this month. And remember that whatever you do, whatever you cross off your to-do list, you're doing great. Keep going. I'm proud of you. And you're going to get whatever you want in this life, you guys. If you just believe in yourself. Something that I actually want to share really quick is that our limiting beliefs about ourselves are one of our worst enemies. Like, we are all afraid of something, whether it's letting other people down, letting ourselves down, just failing in general, or even feeling scared of succeeding. We kind of put these own roadblocks and limitations in our mind. Oh, I'll never be able to do this. I'll never do that. This is who I am right now and that's not going to change. Try and pinpoint if you're placing those sorts of limitations on yourself and sort of reverse them with a positive affirmation. And eventually, hopefully you'll be able to release that because seriously, we hold ourselves back so much. And, you know, in the last episode, talked about self-sabotaging. We're done with that shit. Like, self-sabotaging is so dumb. What's the point of getting in your own way? Get out there. Go after your goals. Go be hot and be productive and make yourself proud. (laughs) I actually just started working again part-time doing some marketing stuff for a startup company. So I've been super busy getting started with that and keeping up with everything else that I'm already doing, as well as getting some new projects into gear. So it's a lot going on, but I'm ready. Like, I'm excited, and yeah, I can't wait to show you guys. Go set your goals. Remember, in the least, I believe in you, and I'll see you next week. Bye, guys.